did you tighten that old fan up? Uh. Dad, gum it. Oh Golly. boy. Oh my gosh. All right, let's get into another episode of Bubba's About Broke. Welcome everybody to Bubba's Bout Broke. We are excited to be back in the studio this week. Uh, we have Michael Edge Nider on the show Ooh. coming up here in just a little bit. He'll be here soon. Really excited about that interview. He has a great story. Uh, he won the Pure Stock Championship last year at Nashville, and we're going to get into all that with him. Awesome. But uh, I'm joined by my co-host, Melvin McLaren, Caleb Stratton. Hey, guys. Ariel Aspen's and in the R. studio. And yes. uh, we have Ben Burns from Broadleaf Tree Care also. We're going to talk to him in just a minute. But, Dad, do you want to get started with the opening segment? Yeah, man. Let's get going here. I mean, we've had a heck of a week. We've got so many good announcements tonight. I don't even know where to start, Caleb, but I'm going to start with this one. Macon County Veterinarian Hospital – is on board we talked about this the other day we went up and spoke to them people up there and they are on board for bubba's about broke for the 23 season we're excited about that yeah but then we get another phone call this week from duck river raceway park mr russell booth he contacted us reached out to us and he wants to sponsor the podcast. Oh, wow. So. Wait, a dirt track wants to sponsor A us? dirt track. Yeah. And we had been talking about that uh, at, in our meetings about branching out to that, that, that realm, which we need to, because all of the stories are the same. Whether you're running dirt, whether you're drag racing, where you're oval, you're still going to have them same struggles every week to get to the track. And, and, and we want to hear them all. So that prompted us to, we've also been invited to the Winterfest dirt racing down there at duck river raceway park february 18th and 19th we are taking the camper or fifth wheel down there and we are going to be setting up a portable bubba's about broke podcast on site at the speedway and uh russell has reached out to us on that he's going to set us up down there we're going to do some interviews throughout the two days and we're going to come up with our first bubba's about broke podcast dirt edition so be looking for that we've got a it's own little icon that's going to be on spotify uh it's just really awesome stuff so we're really excited about that i wish you would fill me in on this stuff well <laughs> you know it's hard i'm busy all week doing this and you're out working man yeah and another, i learned about it here i know and something else really cool we we was uh contacted by southern dirt motorsports podcast they're over in sparta tennessee on the other side of Cookville, they have a podcast over there where they focus on the old tracks of old, hmm. you know, back in the, most of them, all of them are not there anymore. Hillham Speedway, Atomic Speedway, uh, Buffalo Valley, Buffalo Valley uh, Gainesboro has one or had one over there in uh, Cookville. And uh, they focus on the old drivers and the old places. They do a podcast on that. And, uh, they reached out to us and asked us to come be on their show. So Bubba's About Broke is going to be a guest on a podcast show. On February 5th, right? That's weird. Yes, February 5th. God, what's crazy is like we, we thought we would have to be begging people to come talk to us. And yeah. now people are wanting to come talk to us. Like, I know. They're, they're calling us wanting to come talk well, to us. What was so cool That's about cool. the Duck River deal is, I mean, we had talked about, like you said, we had talked about branching out to dirt, but that wasn't 
something that we were looking at doing anytime soon. No, you know, we, no, we, we thought we were going to have to build up here and then branch out. Yeah, but, but then but guys have reached out. They to reached us. out to us and want us to come be a part of their Winterfest weekends. Yeah, and we can't had wait. a lot of positive stuff. We noticed a lot of positive messages come in from some of these dirt guys. One of them said, "Big news." For the dirt guys, great news! For yeah, great the dirt news! Guys. For the so dirt they're guys. really, really excited about this, and uh, we're, we can't wait to get started on it. That'll it's going to be a little busy for us. We're going to be doing two episodes a week: one pavement and one dirt. That'd be a great opportunity for my first dirt race, though. Oh my god! <laughs> never been to a dirt race. Oh, I thought you were wanting to drive in it. Well, maybe, but oh talking about god. just going to one. My I've never pocket, been to one. My wallet just got thinner. Does that mean <laughs> I get paid for two episodes a week now? Yeah, you're going to double my so. pay. Oh, no, you're going to hit us up with that now. Aren't yeah, you? Oh, double my pay. I like it. A little message from Nikki and Zach and Jerry down at the Veterans Motorplex. The rules updated. Updated rules will be on the website sometime this week. They had their rules meeting down there. Caleb, you got to go down there and meet some people and made some more podcast followers. You did a good job. Oh, yeah. thanks. Yeah. Very good. Uh, their special guest this Thursday is Kelly Cunningham, and they'll be on her fa their Facebook Live down there. And Kelly has been involved in racing for a long, long time. She's filled in down there for the announcements and and helped choreograph a lot of things down there. So that'll be a real good one for everybody to listen to. Uh, Nikki always also said the banquet is going to be in March, March 4th, the, the awards banquet for the Veterans Motorplex, and they're going to put tickets up online so you'll be able to buy them here, I think, in the next week, so you can go ahead and pre-order your tickets to go to the banquet. So that's that's real big news right there. So we're excited about all of that. And I just wanted to uh, – I've seen some stuff on Facebook this week. Uh and I noticed that uh, Josh Hood put a little post on there about the passing of Jimmy Hill. Now, apparently, he was a big-time engine builder in the realm of racing. I did not know him personally, but I did hear stories about him. But it seemed like there was a lot of people out there that this affected, and he meant a lot to them. So we want to wish his family and prayers and, and everybody that loved this guy. So. We just want to let everybody know that we're thinking about the Hill family. Absolutely. All right, we're going to move along here. Uh, we have in the studio Ben Burns, who is the owner of Broadleaf Tree Care. And this guy is something else. I've seen him in action up in these trees. <laughs> Scary, man. If you ever get a chance to get on Facebook and look at their Facebook page, these guys are nuts. So... I'm going to turn it over to Ben. Ben, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, man. Thank you for having me, man. Uh, when I got out of the Marine Corps, we started this business in 2013. And uh, thanks for the government, we had training where we've learned a lot of rigging skills and uh, things working up in a higher level. And I just took that and uh, started this business in 2013. And you know, we've had, we specialize in climbing, uh, doing real hard removals other companies can't do. Um, and that's probably some of the stuff you were just talking about, some mm -hmm. crazy stuff. Like, to other people, that's pretty crazy looking. But we do have all the equipment. We have uh, bucket trucks and chippers, front-end loaders. And, you know, we've uh, been doing it for a long time, and I don't think there's a tree we haven't been able to remove. Wow. Yeah. That's what we'd like to hear. Yeah. yeah. That's something. <laughs> right. Thank you, man. You yeah. ain't crushed nobody's 
trucks or the end of their house or nothing? No, no, we haven't done that. We tried to uh, tell a lot of clients that get worried when we're insured. But uh, two, you know, we're not going to stay in business long if we're tearing things up. Yeah, that's true. Yep. yep. Very true. Well, that's awesome, man. So how many people you got working for you now? Uh, we have off and on probably four full-time guys. We like to employ uh, a lot of veterans, you know, oh, yeah. in the military. and. There's a lot of disabled vets that uh, can't get jobs other places, and uh, we're able to provide that for them. So that's very cool. Makes great for a great team dynamic. Oh yeah, yeah. because they already got that skill of of you know following orders yeah. <laughs> and direction. Yep. That, and so that's a good thing. thing. Yep. Well, tell me, you said something to me the other day about you're fixing to buy some more inqu- equipment to enhance your business. So what are you looking at out there? Well, we we actually have enough volume that we probably need to be running multiple crews. So, um, having that saying that, you know, running multiple crews requires a ton of equipment. Just on if we're one running one crew, we are going to have a chipper, a chipper truck, a bucket truck, dump trailer, and a uh, front end loader of some sort out there just for one job. So. Mm. So when you're running multiple crews, it's a lot of equipment. But yeah, we're we're in the process of getting that to running two or three more crews this year, and uh, you know we we're doing all the work for the city of Hendersonville and uh, local local areas like White House and Portland, Gallatin, for some of our service areas. But yeah, feel free to look us up and give us a call. All right, man. Tell us what your social media platform is and your phone number, and we'll let you get out of here, man. Yeah, man. Uh, so you can reach us at uh, broadleaftrees at gmail.com or 615-574-4306. And then you can check us out online on Facebook or our website at broadleaftreecare.com. All right, brother. Thank you, man, cool. so much man, for coming. You guys have a great show. And this guy Thank is you. sponsoring our podcast and the race car this year. So we're going to put a picture up on him social media here in a little while ago, yep. presenting us with that check. <laughs> we love them. All right, Ben. Thank, Thank you, you so Thank much, you buddy. Guys. Appreciate it. Man, that was so awesome. Ben Burns with Broadleaf Tree Care in the studio. That was awesome, man. It's a lot easier having them come in just doing their own ads. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. That's a lot easier. Well, I think you I agree. Then we don't have to talk as much. But, Jackson, it is time for the shout-out segment. Well, hold yeah. on, hold on, hold on. What's that? Dude, you introduced me and your dad earlier. Yeah. But you forgot somebody. I introduced Ari. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't hear she, her. Ari's sitting <laughs> in doing I was playing on the <laughs> She's doing here. advertisements tonight. And Lori's at I'm over here trying to get in your bank account still. Is that wrong? Yeah, true. Right. Anyway, we'll figure it out later. Um, yeah, she's filling in for Lori tonight. So yeah, she's gonna do. Glad right. to have her. Yeah. Hey. Hello. So uh, we have a lot of good shout outs uh, this week. We had a lot of cool people follow us and uh, chime in from a bunch of different places. But I'm just gonna come down through here and read them real quick. Uh, we had uh, Dustin Prune from Pennsylvania, uh, Jason Garwood from North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. Ooh. That's a really cool one right there. Yeah. Uh, we have Jeremy Barbie from Holly Pound. Uh, Alabama. He races at Jasper Speedway down there. Wow. Uh, we have Mike Bradford from Evie, Alabama. Mark Williams from New Zealand. I'm not going to try to pronounce that name, <laughs> but New Zealand. That's all that matters. W- so, w- that's w- pretty cool. W-A-I-M-A-T-E, New Zealand. Waymate? Waymate. That is awesome. Yeah, that was cool. That one caught me by surprise. And then the other day, and actually, I messaged Ian Clark earlier, and he liked our show. So he's from Wheat Ridge, Colorado. Races out there. 
And, that was really cool. And these people have picked up on this podcast from all these locations. I know. It's pretty about. wild. Well, thank you all so much for reaching out and sending us a message and letting us know what's going on with you all in your racing world out there. That's so cool. Yeah, and then uh, we have a couple birthdays for this coming up week. We have uh, Ryan Arms, Tommy Miller, and Gracie Davis. Well, happy birthday from Bubba's Bout Broke. That came right from the Middle Tennessee Racing News calendar. And I think one of them on there is Gracie Davis. Is yeah. Gracie Davis. Uh oh. Yeah, with Middle Tennessee Racing yeah, News. Yeah, man. Thank her and everybody out there and for what they do for Middle Tennessee Racing News. And happy birthday, everybody. So I'll tell you about Middle Tennessee great. Racing News. They're like everywhere. You know it. Yeah, they were like, the I didn't even know that. Well, I didn't, they were there. I didn't know they were at uh, Highland Rim the other day or at AR Bodies when we uh-huh. did that Rules meeting. I saw pictures and I'm like, who's stealing my pictures? <laughs> yeah. Like, they were there taking their own. I didn't even see them. They're, they go all over the place, man. Yeah, they do. We'll probably see them when we start this dirt They segment. do a bunch of different racing. Yeah, they, get, they do dirt and asphalt too. Well, Caleb, tell us about our social media platform. What's going on out there, buddy? Shoot, man. Growing every day. You know that. We get those, what? Hourly updates from you on the text message every day. Yeah. Every every 10 we pick up, we celebrate. We picked up 138 followers this weekend. It's a good thing we're not heavy drinkers. Known followers. drinking game, you know? Yeah. Every time you get a follower, you take a drink. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) You'd have us all wasted. (laughs) (laughs) Well, right now it's rocking and rolling. We want to thank everybody out there for following this podcast and spreading spreading the word, man. We, We love what we're doing. Absolutely. We really do. Yeah, like you said, we've picked up a lot of followers, people from all over the place. Uh, we're nearing, y'all don't know this, but we're nearing 2,000 views on this podcast. So we are actually at uh, about 18, a little over 1,800 right now. So we're nearing 2,000 views. It just keeps going up and up more and more each week. So. Yeah, we couldn't do it without y'all. Man, I sure. can't believe it's growing near as fast as it was. Uh, <clears throat> but want to remind everybody to go check out our Instagram. We have an Instagram. We have a TikTok uh, if you want to see Melvin's goofy butt, he's on there. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. The they dirt they brought shoulder. a dirt car into the garage down here and just got <laughs> dirt everywhere, put it all over my seat. All that over. was fun to do. Yeah. I, I called him. Was. I said, why did you film that under my side over here? Why'd you get my side dirt? And a lot yeah. of people <laughs> asked me why I had dirt on me until they actually watched the That's the my, That was my thought. The first time I watched it, I didn't have video on. Like what's so, wrong with him? And I didn't I didn't watch the whole thing because I got busy, but I was like, what is he? What's on his shirt? <laughs> I'm gonna like, get, oh, makes sense. Uh, Lori snapchatted me the bloopers, the oh the takes they did. Funny, oh my they? gosh, they're funny. We might was, put them out there sometime. I was oh we're going to because I was rolling <laughs> watching those. Oh man, yeah, uh, that was funny. like real stuff you would see on TV. Messing yeah, up, yeah for but, sure. But now, like I said, two thousand views almost, man. That's great. Um, I have a feeling once we get old Edge out there this week, man. Well over edge, the heat's on, Bubba. You're gonna have to put us over the edge. edge. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh that. wait a minute. Where's, where's what do we got? <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> You're getting better with that. <laughs> Thank you. Well, he's here in the studio, so let's get him on here. All right, son. Welcome. <laughs> well, thank you guys for having me. Thanks for being here, man. We love having you here. We're so excited when we found out that you said yes. Yeah. I wouldn't turn it down. Why not? I'm <laughs> close to home. I wouldn't do it. I, this has been great. This has been such a beautiful – everything you've got set up down here, I mean, just thank professional. You. It's A1. Well, thank, thank you, thank you, thank you man. Well. Thank you. We try to make it better every day like a race car, you know. We just try to do something. <laughs> little by little. We may go yeah. the wrong way every now and then, but we try to bring her back in. Just like <laughs> this, it's nights in the shop. 
almost every night. It's turned into a full time job. Oh, it has. Yeah, I love it uh, too. For, for Melvin, I'll tell you, it's turned into a full time job. It's for we, him. it's every day. That, you know, that's all he's eating, reaching out to people, or, or yeah, now stuff to put in here. Now that Russell's reached out to us, he's gave me more work to do. Yeah, we're gonna be busy. Well, Michael, I want to get started and just uh, let you tell everybody a little bit about yourself, who you are, when you got started in racing, uh, when you got your first. Yeah. Your first ride or your first opportunity? How how far back do y'all want to go? Oh, really? all the way, all the way. When you first started, well, we got plenty of time. Weirdly enough, uh, my parents met at the rim. My mother drove; she actually drove a mini stock back in the day, forty three junior. Really? Oh, wow. I, yeah. God. Wait, your your mom? My mother did. Yes. Oh, wow. that's awesome. Her and, that's cool. her and my grandmother pulled it to the racetrack. What? With an LTD. That's cool. <laughs> I love that's that. awesome. We could end the show right now, and I'd be happy. Well, just, we could do a show <laughs> yeah. just on that. Oh my gosh! Well, go ahead. Go and, ahead. Uh, you know, the the rest was history from there. I, you know, family lineage-wise, and my my dad's probably one of the predecessors. You know, that's probably, that's me putting him on a pedestal as well. You know, everybody's got their own opinion. But uh, dad was the first guy in qualifying in the 16s, the 15s, and the 14s at the rim. Dang. In sports. Oh, man. Or, well, super stock sports. Been there's, yeah. You know, you can kind of base it how you want rules and how it was labeled back then. Also, the first guy in the 17s in qualifying at Bowling Green until, like, four cars later, Walt Garrison got him for the pole for then. So. Oh, man. <laughs> Walt. Uh, man, you know, f- bought myself a front-wheel drive car as soon as I could right out of high school. Ran one race at the end of the year at the rim and then uh, destroyed it. Well, bought another one, sold the one I'd first bought, and destroyed it at Nashville, the first race at Nashville in 2014. Oh. Not even a little bit. It was very very destroyed should have probably put it in the scrap pile but uh we ended up uh using truck and a pole and pulled it back straight enough raced it seven or eight times or more than that that year just enough to get my feet wet and uh, yeah i think there was a few people that seen how how we raced and how i raced and put it together and i was able to race for quite a few people looking back now you don't realize how much racing you've done in such a short amount of time and i say short amount of time i graduated in 2012 and started racing in 13 so i've been doing this almost 10 years now Mm -hmm. so yeah but uh my first let's say my first big car ride was for butch pinnell Wow, which y'all heard we've heard that Pinnell. guy you've before. Heard from Thomas, that Pinnell name yeah. sounds familiar. And Butch, that was a crazy. <laughs> well, I want to hear too. this. That was from from Butch and Johnny Lawrence. They showed up down there, wanted me to drive the car that actually Mark Fuquay drives now, and uh, so it's still getting raced to this day. We ran two or three races, tried to run the four hundred. It wouldn't fire up. That was one of them bittersweet moments. Mm-hmm. Then it went back to them. Uh, after that, I was. Let's see. Man, drove for James Shaw as well. Oh, man. That was fun. And then uh, at the same time, I was getting in with Corey Jones and Randy Holsey. Mm -hmm. Oh, we love them guys. Great people. They're good people. That that ride was kind of built on some asking around, and they had asked Pinnell, they had asked Thomas if I was the right shoe for that spot, and it ended up working out. And I appreciate them guys every day because without that, you know, (laughs) I learned a whole lot in a short amount of time racing for them guys. And uh, went and ran for myself. And on the short, this is a very condensed deal, but, like, uh, built a Caprice, actually the one that's hanging on the wall back over here, the black car. Yep. And brought you guys back into racing. And it's yep. cool to see the amount of 
time that y'all spent out of racing and then unfortunately it's my fault that y'all are back in it so. yeah <laughs> i got a bill laying out there in your seat i'm sorry <laughs> man, the truck's unlocked I'll, I'll put the check in the mail if it makes it it might it might not so uh and that car was great man i really wish no offense to you guys but that, i wish i wish i still had that car we knew that when we drove out of there. I was like this guy's selling it like turnkey man yeah the seat and everything the seat and everything carburetor <laughs> it didn't have much only thing you took was the weight yep yep had three or four pieces of lead in it you know that was about all she had she was a big old car too yeah uh but it was man i have put a lot of time and effort into a few different ones and uh yeah to see that well you know where it went was, was a good place well and yep. to see that michael's going to be racing it now michael carter yep. yeah that's a great deal for them guys too big yep. time man. big family lineage with them guys too you know and it's just the two of them and i'm kind of in the same boat i mean i do a whole lot of work I've got friends that show up to the racetrack, but all my friends have got their own race cars too. Mm -hmm. So, ninety-five percent of my stuff, unless I can beg or borrow a guy from one night from his shop, are pretty much in. I'm doing it almost myself. Yeah. So, but yeah. up until here recently, when well, my wife will come over and help whenever she can, which she's a competitive person too. She's worked <laughs> softball coach, so it's just. Uh, well, I can tell you. Uh, Ari's got a – I think we're going to jump to that since he's hit on it. Ari's got a question for you about that. And we we recently found out about your wife working and, and doing that. But go ahead, Ari. So I was basically just wondering what it's like um, being able to do that with her. It's actually great because she is – and this is kind of a downfall to the both of us. We are extremely competitive. So yeah. she understands it. She understands, like, it is it is completely a full-time job. Mm -hmm. I get up at about 4.30 every morning, go to work, get off around 4. I go to the shop every night. Go to right. the shop, work on, you know. I'm not going to miss a meal, obviously, but uh, <laughs> I might be a little late for dinner. That's just, but if there's things to do and things to get done, that's what's going to that's what's gonna happen. Right. And that works for her, too. You know, we, she's, she works late, too, doing all of her stuff, but we work. Man, we work so great together. And that's that's probably a great thing to get on here and say, hey, I, I appreciate my wife. Appreciate all my friends just as much. But, man, I live with her. I married her. <laughs> she's a great person. That's well, awesome. Just taking up for well, that. I noticed, you know, I guess I never really thought about it, but I noticed I'd see you at the track, and she was there doing what a, normally a guy would be doing on the car and handing you wrenches and, Jacking the car up, even I seen her do that. And she one makes night. great food at the restaurant. I was gonna oh, yeah. say she fed us all one morning. <laughs> oh, yep, I remember that. And I didn't know that until I was told recently that she is a big, big part of your race team. She's she's it. She's pretty much the backbone of my race team because she she gets it. You know, she's not mad at me if I got to stay at the shop till nine or ten o'clock at night because she knows that we're trying to. She knows race weeks. You're not gonna see much of me. Can yeah. you have your yep. wife call my wife? <laughs> Dang. <laughs> well, and it, you know, it's it's not just her as well. You talk about getting fed at the racetrack. Uh, Mark, my best friend, Mark Fuquay, his wife, Samantha, yeah. who is also my bodyguard. She, <laughs> yeah. her, and, her and Casey always, they cook food at the racetrack. Yeah. You know, and it, Great stuff. You know, if, they, if there's going to be enough help there, it allows them, they also get something else to do. You know, it's, they get to help feed all of us and make sure we're not all... We're mad enough probably working on the race cars. Yeah. They, yeah. At, least, at least if they can give us some food and stuff like that, makes the day go a whole lot better. Yeah. Yep. Keep you calm. Absolutely. <laughs> well, speaking of food and getting fed, yes. I had a great experience the other night with y'all. 
Wasn't that nice? We went to the Brickyard Cafe in Franklin. You did. Sure it was did. your first trip that up there. That was my first trip there, first of many. And yes. I thoroughly enjoyed that man. Donald, he was so cool. Like, it was awesome. Yeah. Ari, tell us about it. Tell us what they got going on. The Brickyard Cafe is in Franklin, Kentucky. And it is amazing. I love this place to death. I hadn't been there until I met Jackson and his family. And uh, they have amazing fried green beans, if you guys like that. Ooh, I had those the other night because Jackson ordered them. <laughs> yep. They're awesome. So I they're... ate all his. <laughs> Pretty you much. did, didn't you? Shut up. I'm sure you did. They're good. Is that a fat joke? No. He said, yeah, you did. They're, I didn't get good. any of them is what I'm saying. <laughs> Somebody eat them. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. It's fine. So they're open Monday through Thursday from 11 to 9, and then Friday is 11 to 10. Saturday is 5 to 10, and Donald, he usually waits on us. He's amazing. He's such a character. He's so fun. Um, and on January 17th, they're going to be having a food and wine evening. I'm Ooh. not old enough to drink, but it That's sounds really cool. That's tomorrow night, actually. So. We are. It is, isn't it? It is tomorrow. <laughs> um, so it's reservation only. If you guys want to sign up for that, it'll be at 630. It's going to be featuring the North and South America food and wine. Ooh. There's a four-course meal Ooh. and drinks. It's going to be 65 per person, but I've heard it is amazing if you guys want to check it out. Four-course awesome. meal, all you can eat and drink, it sounds like, for 65 bucks. Did you sign us up for better that? Better get an Uber driver, boy. That's a great deal, man. Yeah. That's really great Awesome. Deal. Well, well, we couldn't do this without them, obviously, and, man, their mm, food keeps us going, so we appreciate that. Yep. Absolutely. Anyway, let's get back to talking to him. What do you think? I think you're up. Okay, no. I think he's very interesting. <laughs> Me too. In a good way. Don't say it like that. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm loving this story. Oh, gosh. Uh, I think you may have already said it a little bit, but... Uh, Obviously, I mean, I think it would inspire me, you know, your mom being in racing and stuff. But who who would you say inspired you the most to get into racing? Easy easy answer there would be dad. You know, we – I didn't know anything different. Mm -hmm. That was it. He was, you know, I was eat up with it from the from day one. Obviously, if they meet at the racetrack, uh, you know, I was born in December, so I was probably four months old when I went to the racetrack for the first time. So. Dang, that's awesome. He's in his blood, boys. Yep. So what, what made you pick the number four? I know that's the number you have now. Is that the number you've always had, number four? Well, we started out, my dad and my brother raced at the same time in sportsmen back in the day, and my dad's always been, he, his first number was four, but roundabout way to get there. I, they were 08, 08, 06, and then 04 was what I picked. At the time, there was some other guys that have had family claimed that number, and I ran it for a year, and then, when I moved on, we went to number four, which was Dad's first number, and I cool. stick with it forever at this point. And unless there's someone else that gets it before me, then I would be more than happy to take 43 Junior and run Mom's number. That's that would be. I cool. still can't yeah. get over that. That's crazy. Yeah. There's a whole show it. right there. I was gonna say, yeah. Is your mom still alive? Yes, sir. Well, <laughs> how does she got feel about meter? Yeah. <laughs> she wanna, has got to be on the show. I want to meet her. That was a. Another one of y'all's grow, uh, another like, and another follow to the page. I'll be getting her a link tomorrow. Awesome. She can listen well, to it. I mean, that's, that's a awesome, no-brainer. She's got to be in here. Yeah. I'd love to be Oh, her. my that's gosh. Cool. Yep. That's For sure. Cool. Well, brother, I got the big question of the night. Tell me about the station wagon, the AKA grocery getter. What <laughs> in the world? Well, to drop a little bit of news, it's no longer my station. I right. heard that. That's what? what? I heard. Yeah, that's yeah. what I heard. And I, I'm always I'm late to the party. How did y'all hear it? Never mind. I heard Just it. Keep going. I heard the vibe. grocery getter get her <laughs> called by the Nashville Fairgrounds Speedway, and then the CRA raced on TV. Yeah, 
Your they car said, got a lot of attention. Gr- that yeah, <laughs> you got more attention than Ken Schrader did. <laughs> there were people coming down to look yeah. at your car it's, from CR. It's definitely something different, you it's know. Awesome. Uh, man, I just wanted to do something completely different. Uh, I can you check that mark off <laughs> exactly. And that was, I'm a pretty decent fab guy. You know, I can put a whole lot of stuff together, make it look pretty, pretty dang good. And that's not trying to toot my own horn or nothing like that. Just because everything out there is either 88 Monte Carlo. Or, you know, Caprice. Yeah. And yep. I could have easily done that. What I got, I ended up getting a car that did not have a roof on it at all. So I was friends oh, so with you a, just feel, okay. Yeah. yeah, I was friends with a guy that was running a the actual station wagon. And I don't that's actually one that might be a good listen to. Man, his name's Trent Brooks. Bought it from him. He probably don't even remember me no more. But uh me and my wife went up there and picked it up, talking about my wife there. <laughs> we hopped in the truck on uh, New Year's Day and just Cruised on up to middle of Kentucky and picked the roof up. The rest is uh, the rest is history at this point, man. Yeah. You know, it's... <laughs> well, where'd the grocery getter come from? Who, who, where'd you first hear that? Uh, <laughs> weirdly enough, we were at the rim, and I heard that out of Corey Jones. He said, you should, you know, fill in the side panels with Lexan and get somebody to do some caricatures of kids, you know, and do something. Or like, <laughs> he said that, or tie some grocery sacks to the... You know, to the <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Pull some cans around behind oh, it. Yeah. You, know? you could do some uh, uh, Christmas vacation stuff or your, what is it, Vegas vacation? Yeah, yeah. Awesome, exactly. man. Well, that's a good deal right there. Well, we love seeing that car run this year and last year, or last year and the year before for sure. On y'all's schedule, it looks like y'all are going to be seeing quite a bit of it. It's not going to get raced every weekend, but to my knowledge, it's going to be at the rim this year. Oh, so, oh good. Uh, cool. I'm not – I didn't ask them if I could tell who had bought it at this point, but it'll be out there. Well, that was I'll, my next question. Yeah, I'll let them. I'll let them show it off. And uh, actually, yeah. one of your sponsors is going to be wrapping it. Hopefully, within the next week or so, Mister cool. Mosley, I'll drop it off over there. I'll probably see it then. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's in line. Mm-hmm. We're in line. You're in line. Yeah. Everybody's in line for Mosley right yeah. now. Hey. Well, I'm glad you said that. That would be a good because we're still in line for Mosley too. Yeah. He's yep. making some stuff for us, man. He has been killing it on our stuff. He has. Yeah, we got a big, big QR sticker on the back of our trucks now. Melvin yeah. doesn't even know what it is, but he's got one. It looks good. <laughs> I was actually coming back from Salina, Tennessee, and I was in Red Bull and Springs area, and I was, I'd slowed down, and I looked, and this girl in the passenger seat of the car behind me, I seen her holding her phone up <laughs> to the QR code. I said, all right, I was going to say, I hope this is a good story. <laughs> it was a good story. You should have given, <laughs> given one of them to go to Florida. Yeah, I yeah, know. Put it on sure. the airplane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, stuck it on the side of the but plane. But speaking of Mosley. Yeah, speaking of Mosley, Ari, tell us about Mr. Mosley. He is awesome. So Keith Mosley is great. He's such a down-to-earth guy. He's amazing. He's so talented, and he can basically take any idea that you have and just completely bring it to life. He's got over 20 years of experience, which is a lot. I mean, I'm 20 years old, so that's crazy yeah. to think about. Um, but no job is too big or too small for this guy, and... If you want something done on a race car, if you just want some stickers, he's amazing. He's He'll awesome. do the whole race car for you. Yeah. He no, will. Number one rap in Nashville. Yep. That's what it says. Awesome. It's huh. true. What's his phone number, Ari? It is 615-887-1468. 887-1468. Give him a call for whatever you want. He can probably make you anything that you can't even think of. Oh, yeah. Yep. He makes everything. <laughs> Probably. He is a good follow on Facebook. I mean, you see, he posted oh, yeah. we're gonna a few ha- days. We're going to have yeah, him in cool here. stuff on there. He does some good work. He already yeah, he committed does. to coming, but he's trying to figure out his schedule to get here. Yeah, he's a very busy man. Uh, right. Edge, I want to get into this here. This is just uh, 
speaks on your character, I think. So um, tell us about the time that you were going to let Michael Pinnell use your car at Nashville because uh, he had motor problems. And you were also racing against him, but you you still were going to let him have your ride. Talk about that. Well, I think a lot of it speaks to the extent of I've known Thomas. Thomas is basically another brother. I've known him. He Everything he talked about getting hooked up with my dad back in 07 and 08, I knew him as a – is another brother, one of many. You know, I got a bunch of bunch of relatives, but he uh, that whole deal with him and Michael. You know, I know how much I know how hard he works on this on everything they do. He's blood, sweat. He probably don't cry much, but he probably got some tears and everything that goes on. <laughs> I'm sure. So, you know, I wasn't in a position to gain anything from the race, and I pull up over there, gonna go practice, and I tell him to make sure Michael fits in the car because I know what's going on. And there's a lot of things that go on and make you wonder what's going to happen that day. And that's, man, to know that you've got a backup plan if something happens between first practice and qualifying or, if, heck, if you blow the thing up going down the back straightaway and qualifying, what am I going to do next? Yeah. I had that option this year as well in pure stock, you know, going into the last race. I was it, I wasn't exactly relieved, but I knew that there was a backup plan there. And that's, that's all yeah. that I really was, you know, submitting to them that, hey, if something happens, I don't, I don't have to race this race. Man. You, guys can, you guys can run it, at least finish. Hopefully that will help you win the championship. Man, that, that's, that's huge, Edge. That's very big. I mean, come on, man. Who it, does that? Well, <laughs> you know. Look at what they do anyway. Oh, I know. You know, father and just like you two, you know, you, Melvin, and you, Jackson, y'all. Y'all were doing some stuff that no matter what, you're going to remember forever. Yeah. You know, you get in a race with your dad and have a good time, and whether or not he's sweating to death over there and you're walking around in a nice press suit and stuff <laughs> like that, you know. Yeah. But uh, that's just something that made – that's cemented me. I already had a lifelong friend with him anyway, but, you know, he – it's worked for me double, triple fold. Oh, yeah. You know, especially with what's going on next year. I'm actually going to be running a car for him. Yeah. Well, it's mine now, personally. It's the way it worked out. But, uh, you know, all that does is help me. Mm -hmm. It helps me and it helps them. That's all that matters. We go to the racetrack and, heck, we feed y'all because y'all park yeah. next to us. You know? yeah. We always make sure we <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll park next to Edge if he's here this weekend. <laughs> well, we just try to, you know, every race doesn't have to be a bad time. No, you go, you go to the race to have a good time. Obviously, there, yeah. I mean, Jack hit on it last week. There's a lot of bad things that goes on at the track, bad luck. So you need to capitalize on the yeah. good stuff like well, that. Well, let's say a race time's ten total minutes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. After that's how a many lot hours? Of work. That's a whole lot of work for ten minutes of quote unquote enjoyment, whether or not yeah. it goes your way or it don't. Yep. Well, you got that right. So, <laughs> man, I mean, you talk about that <clears throat> ten minutes for the race and all the work that goes into it. So tell us about what your week looks like going up to a race weekend. You know, people, we talk about this each week where people don't realize how much work, you know, each person puts into it. The fans that come to the track, they see the track, they see the track, they see the cars racing. Next week, they see the same thing again. Uh, they may not be there to watch practice, and they're not in the pits watching to see what's going on. They're obviously not at your shop. So what goes into getting your car ready each week, and, you know, what all do you have to do to get to the track each week? Well, uh, in the case of this past year, there was a whole lot of different stuff that went on. I had, you know, part problems or waiting on parts or had the motor out of the car three different times before three different races this year, you mm -hmm. know. So you're sitting here slamming a car back together on Monday, 
making sure it runs on Tuesday. Wednesday for Nashville is your tire picking day, so you leave work, get down there, make sure you're first in line to get tires. So that way you can yeah. rush home. You know, yep. I've got wheels and tires in the back of my truck. Come up here, start mounting. You know, then you do all your stagger stuff, and hopefully it works. <laughs> yeah, we know what that's like. <laughs> yeah. We've been glad to have a break from that for a while. <laughs> well, see, y'all had the benefit of being on stickers. You know, down there at Nashville, yeah. we're all on used tires for the quarter mile guys. Yeah. So you're hoping you make your stagger work, and then at that point, you know, that's probably a nine o'clock, ten o'clock night if you're lucky. If you mm-hmm. start, if you're prepping tires, if you're scraping tires or doing whatever you got to do, that's extra hours. Thursday, if the car's sitting on go, ready to go, you're going to load it up that night, and I'm going to drag it with me to work Friday, and I'm going to practice on Friday, you know, and that's, like I said, I get off at 4, give or take, probably there till 9 o'clock every night, if not 10, if I'm lucky, you know, go home, shower, eat what's in the uh, microwave and <laughs> yep. go to bed. Get up and do it the next time. You know, do it the next morning. Yeah, you got to go over the car again the next morning. to Check every bolt, everything. Exactly. And then you know, that's that's just to get. That's just to hurry up and wait. You know, you guys yeah. running the pro stuff is it's a little different because you got to go through pre tech and yeah, y'all get a... y'all get practice before all the quarter mile guys do. But yeah, then us guys that park out back, you got to get there early. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Or you'll be in the nosebleed section. Exactly. So, Mm -hmm. you know, come Saturday, which is, this is all based on just Nashville because that's all we ran this year. Didn't have the chance to go to the rim. I had a few lined up to go, but had motor problems one race. And I think we had a rain out on one of the big pure stock races they were going to run. But, you know, you get up there, you got to be there when the gate opens, like everybody else. Yeah. Get down there, get a good parking spot, you know, and then you wait till one thirty or 2 o'clock to practice. Yeah. Then it's, hurry up, then it's hurry up from there, you know? Yep, exactly. All well, of that, ladies and gentlemen, for 10 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Depending on the caution. I think we're all crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Might they're, be. they're a minute a lap down there, so the longest race we had this year was 27 minutes and 11 seconds. Really? Down there on a the quarter mile this year. Huh. Yes, sir. Yeah. What was your shortest, Dina? I do not know that. <laughs> the only reason I know that uh, I was just wondering. it was 27 minutes is it probably should have been uh, cut a couple laps short. <laughs> That's just me being biased because yeah. I was leading. But, uh, oh, no. You know. Well, all that hard work, Edge, that you've put into this, <clears throat> it paid off this year, and you won the championship. Talk to us about what that was like for you to win. Well, you know, to say two poles and a win is 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 astronomical in and of itself. Uh all the hard work, and I and I did take a step back the year prior or in this off season. Yeah, we've talked about that. And uh, went to run pure stock. You know, it was it was more in line for me and what the equipment I had at the time, and that's what helped me out the most. Yeah. We showed up down there, and man, we were fast. Finished second to Ronnie Upchurch the first race. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately for him, it you know they they took it away in tech, so I didn't. I wasn't the first guy to cross the line. It's yes, I have the trophy. It's a hard one to take. And uh, you know, mm-hmm. Mr. Chu down there, they come up to me and told me that I'd take that I was being given the win, and I kind of hung my head because it's a it's a big it's a real big deal, you know. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I understand. Weirdly enough, that that whole situation down there, Eddie come and talked to me later, and he said, "Man, that's a quite a stand up thing for you to do is not start clapping, not hooting and hollering." You know, I I felt bad for Ronnie. Yeah, mm-hmm. Ronnie ended up winning. I think he won the third race down there, and I was happier for him to win. <laughs> yeah, well, I remember he and, was, it, and he was struggling too. Yeah, for that, weird that win luck. for him would have been yeah. You know, I was I was happier for 
at the end of the day, it's all about the show. Yeah. And man, have we put on some dang shows down there? Yeah, oh, boy, you and, ain't uh, kidding. But see, it, that was the first time a nighter has won everything locally, close. You know, my dad's won races at Carthage, won races at Bowling Green, the Rim. He won the last race of the century for sportsmen at Nashville. Hmm. Him, That's cool. Him and Dick Stegall wrecked coming to the checkered. And uh, his win picture, he's got a big chunk of Bondo, and that's the only thing because the car was down there. <laughs> on the Dang. One on the quarter mile. <laughs> um, so That's his picture with his car? Wow. Yeah, that was all they had at that point. You know, it was a big chunk. It was that or drag it all the way down there, and that's yeah, that's what they had. So That's but, crazy. You know, I was the first nighter to win on the quarter mile, and that was that, that meant a whole lot to me. I thought about that and put that, you know, you try oh, yeah. to think about it and make it happen, you know. Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah, Ari, your first race that you saw at the fairgrounds in Pierstock was that race where that car went up on top of that other car. We were standing right in turn one. She had never seen a race down there before. <laughs> she, that's crazy. She was loving she it. She was though. hooked. It's full she was hooked. contact down there, and unfortunately, the one that got the roof pulled off is one of my good friends. That's Justin Dickens down there. Yeah. And uh, that's he's in my collective group of people, and we're working on putting that car back together as well. It'll be back out there next year. Hopefully. Oh, cool. That's awesome. You know, time and money permits, but that's just how it works. But we're, it's been getting worked on, and so is all my other friends that were at, currently in their shop. There's three cars in there. There's two yeah. stocks and a limited. So. Wow. That's awesome. That's Good so stuff. Cool. So who are your sponsors? Who helps you fund this? Well, once I put pen to paper, I am – beyond happy for the people that have helped that i was gonna say i saw your me. list over there i was like god that's a lot well, you that's know pretty cool it's such a big event right here for me i'm just a <laughs> to me i'm just a street stock guy i'm pretty right much, you know knew my family lineage would be just a street stock guy and that's you you're know, bubba not, man yeah yeah I'm, you're I'm bubba. Not, we're all I'm somebody not, man yeah, it doesn't we're all pointed, i'm not pointed for pro cars i'm not pointed for supers or nothing like that you know ran the one cra race it with the wagon hey i told him i just they need back of the pack guys too, and that was just a, you don't get many <laughs> well, we opportunities. Hey, yeah, we know what that's. Like. That's what we were yeah. doing, man. Yeah. Just about being there. Mm-hmm. That's what you it don't was get about. many opportunities to check bucket list bucket list items off. No, nope. that's what that was that day. It yeah, sure was us too. It sure but, was. Uh, some of my sponsors, man. I got Perry Smoking Pig over in White House. Mm-hmm. That could be Dan Brando Barbecue. Well, right there on thirty one. <laughs> He's closed on Mondays. Oh, okay. Yep. We'll let you slide. Say so, that place is good. I've eaten there before. It is good. So good. And then. uh my stepdad, which is Action Towing up in Clarksville, Tennessee, okay. been with me. You know, I think he he I signed him up for it. It wasn't the other way around. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, my father-in-law, Mr. Mike Kyle, E3 Construction Consultants. If you need anything in Nashville, Tennessee, permitting wise, he's the man to go to. Awesome. Uh, and I also I work for Kimbrough Oil Company. Oh. They've been with me for I've been with them now almost four years, and they have been helping me for three of the four so i can't help i can't thank them enough either that's yeah, awesome that's uh, cool pro glad pro gas plumbing and construction and then uh ridgetop transmissions darby auto sales uh zach Coyer with cold beer cameras he does all the yep. gopro mm-hmm. stuff if you guys hop on youtube and do anything yeah he's national. done some stuff for us yeah mm-hmm. that was a fun i racing league too that's it how'd man. that go last night i finished where i finished fifth fifth yeah. not bad i'll yeah. probably be at the next one I miss like I miss the last couple weeks. Yeah, because you're slacking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Get, can I fill in? He's in. getting weak. I got a Bubba's about broke street stock made and a, what? Super, and a super late model for I racing. All right, didn't let's you, finish the show. <laughs> there. Didn't you wreck the field first race? What? I don't know about that. Oh, I was <laughs> like, wait that. a minute. I've just heard how good you are. <laughs> at it. He is good now. I will say that he is good now. I do have a. 
think I'm batting a thousand against you because we ran an official race one night, oh. and you got a black flag for something. I was like, oh, man, I got him. <laughs> oh yeah, I ended up winning the race. <laughs> yeah, I think you did. Shots fired. Shots fired. Stupid black flags. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, like I said, Zach Coyer with Colbert Cameras, man. He, I own my GoPro, but he does everything else. I just let him do what he wants to do. He does it for a lot of guys down there on a quarter mile. So if yep. you want to get you right, you know, whether it's in car or on top, he's the guy to talk to. Mm-hmm. At least get you something on there. Well, you got something to show somebody. And it'll be on there yeah. forever. Yeah, it's exactly. fun to go back and watch great, all those. Great, great grandkids could watch it. Yeah. I'll watch them a lot. And I know you you guys have got your man Mosley. I know he works in the same complex or has his building in the same complex over at 31. But mm-hmm. I've always used Dustin Hamlet over at My Racing Graphics. Yeah. Man's always done some great work for me, and I do appreciate everything he's done. Well, good, man. And, uh, yeah, it's awesome. Everybody like, can't do everything, so yeah. we've got to have a different <laughs> ones. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, for real. My last one is Pinnell's Residential and Commercial Cleaning Services. So that's Miss Kayla Pinnell, and I appreciate mm-hmm. it. We know her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, that's cool. And I appreciate all of that because that, without that, you know, like I said, putting pen to paper, you realize how much help you do get. Oh, yeah. And, and not every bit of it's money. So, right, you know, Perry did Perry did all the catering for my wedding, you know, and I've got a sponsor for life at that point. So. Wow! Oh man, that's good stuff. That's huge. That's awesome. So, what are your twenty twenty three racing plans? I have acquired a sportsman car. Going to run street Whoa. stock. This is an announcement, yeah. ladies yeah. and gentlemen, yeah. on Bubba's Bout Broke. <laughs> street stock sportsman. However, the uh, the division rules line up. It's going to be street stock at Nashville and it'll be sportsman at the rim. Going to run a mixed schedule. I do not want to run all races because if I run all races, we're going to probably run 25-plus races yeah. this year. It's too much and, for uh, me. Hopefully hopefully get an open motor. Maybe I can work a deal out with my brother and uh, get me a motor where I can go run the CRAs maybe. That's that's yeah. that's a possibility. That's shooting real high for me, though, you know. Yeah, they have two this year now. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's, that's a big aspiration right there. But other than that, like, I'd like to go – trophy chasing pretty much there you go yep that makes it a lot funner yep and i know with the help that i've got that's what we can do we show up point for the front and Mm -hmm. if she ain't fast we might load her on the trailer yeah at the rim i've seen people do it man exactly (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) yep i've seen people do it at nashville and them pro gars Oh yeah, says we ain't a top time. ten car and qualifying. We ain't staying. The guy left. I don't yeah. remember who it was, but he left. Yeah, like, we watched him pull out. Yep. <laughs> I was like, like wow, wow. <laughs> yeah, dang, that's crazy stuff, man. Well, before I jump into my what I want to ask you, I'm going to back up a little bit. <clears throat> Something that I was impressed. Two things I was impressed with you last. I don't know. It was year before last. We was having horrible, horrible luck in the street stocks. And I was parked next to you, and you talked to me, and I was down, down, down. That was the night that our pickup line was sticking out of our gas tank. Oh, that first race, yeah. Straight up. And I had told Michael, I said, man, I just don't know what I'm doing. I'm not cut out for this. You know, just going down and going down. And and he, he mentioned to me that night, he goes, but look what all you're getting to do with your son. And I, he said, and man – when he said that, that changed a flick to switch in my head about I'm doing this. I don't care if we don't ever make a race. I'm going to keep doing this and keep doing it. And then our luck turned around. We started making races. We started getting opportunities. And it, it just impressed me that here I'm 52 years old, and I, I don't guess you mind to tell everybody how old you are. 28. Yeah. A 28-year-old having to 
tell me something I should already have known, but he put it in a different perspective for me. So it, it, it stuck home with me and you and Thomas Pinnell were two big influences on me of not pulling the plug on this whole racing thing. So thank you for that. Well, I appreciate it. And that's just, you know, I, I my dad is, he does, he's going to race some this year too. We've got something lined really? up for him to run a pure stock car at the wow. rim. <laughs> that's uh, crazy. As long as we get some Love stuff it. back together, he, man, that man will put on a show. Oh, I imagine. He's old school. He is very <laughs> old school. You put him in something, man, he will he'll put he'll put people in the stands. So hopefully we can get something together with that. Or put them in the stands. Yeah. <laughs> he's not he, fans in the yeah, stands. Oh, fans some, in the stands. Some, he'll put some fans in the stands, that's for sure. Yeah, I uh, bet he will. And it's just something, you know, I'm not in that realm yet. I I don't have a child or nothing like that. Yeah. But when the day comes, if if I can say that if a kid wants to go racing, we're probably going to go racing, you know? Oh, I mean? yeah. And if, you know, he or she wants to do baseball or softball or however it works out, you know, we're going to be there. And I, it's, I've kind of teed up for the past two years. I've been saying that, like, hey, it, you know, if I if I have a child tomorrow, racing's going to get turned down some until they mm-hmm. decide they want to do it. And that's yeah. just me being real with life and obviously this yeah. ain't cheap so yeah well, it ain't cheap no. it's in the no. song yeah and something else that, uh, <laughs> yeah, that exactly. impressed me about you was you backed up your right you sat down with somebody i don't know if it was your wife or whatever you was running street stocks you wasn't having the success that you thought you ought to have and you decided to regroup this whole race team and you backed up a division and look what the heck yeah. you did man you won the freaking championship after you backed up a division. Now, yeah, I mean, that help. takes a lot sometimes to want to step back, you know, when you're running here and then, you know. Yeah. Well, tell me a little bit about what made you make that decision. I looked at it and I was, I was pretty outgunned, you know. And I just said, I need, I need to make the choice whether to, I probably should have started there, to be honest. You know, at the time when I put that car together, there was a strong super stock field at the rim. Yep. That's what I wanted to do. You know, that kind of fell to the wayside. There were some things that happened up there, and that's, hey, that's neither here nor there because I'm headed back up for the race this year. And, uh, you know, I ran a year at Nashville, and I just knew I wasn't I wasn't competitive where I needed to be. You know, I, if there was 10 cars out there, I was a, I was a sixth-place car on my best day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just to back up, and the, the divisions are so close nowadays, it wasn't like I had to change much anything. Put another motor together race a car up one inch and we were there for the most part you know there was, yeah there's some small reading between you know reading rules and stuff like that that was close but i just wanted to wanted to go down and win races at the end of the day it's what we all want to do so yeah. i knew that was going to be my best chance to do it and obviously as as we've alluded to earlier first race went down there and was lucky enough to end up with the win yeah. yeah, I know. I remember. I said, "Well, I guess he made the right decision." So, well, I think it, it, when I remember when I saw that, I said, "Edge won this race." I remember seeing the update. And those are days down there that you put so much time and effort into, and it's you know it it almost make a grown man cry. You know, at the oh, end of the day, sure. you work so hard, you work every night trying to make it happen. Racing uh, tests you for sure. Oh yeah, it tests your character big time. Well, awesome, man. All right. Well, I'm going to roll right into this one. I broke down here because I was going to ask you, and I wrote it down so I didn't forget <laughs> it. What is your favorite track to race at? Well, I'm 
quite the homer. And I, you know, I would never want to see the rim go to the wayside. And I've, I've actually come to love Nashville. I first went down there and I was, it, all you'd ever heard was, man, we're racing in the Walmart parking lot down here. And it's actually become quite fun down there for me. But uh, about like Peyton last week, you know, I haven't went many places. I've crewed on some cars. Went to, I've been to Owensboro, been down to Pensacola before. I've never turned any laps anywhere. Uh, you know, I know for Peyton getting to race on the big track was really great. And that was, like I alluded to, it was, it was a bucket list item. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I always had such a high regard for Veterans Motorplex, the Highland Rim. I love that place. And I'll probably, yep. you know, that would probably be my last race, probably something like going to the rim and running running against whomever and probably be my final race be somewhere like that. The old-timers yep. race and you'll be in it? I'll take it. If I get to the point where I'm considered an old-timer, I'll yeah. it, you know. Yeah, there's just something about Highland Rim. When you just turn laps there, you just feel like you're at home. Yeah. You feel like you're literally at home and there's nobody bothering you and you're just – you're where you're supposed to be. Well, you feel like, and that you'll get a mixed different. You'll get a different opinion from everybody because sure, it's, yeah. it, when you guys have more people up here, you know, the guy that lives ten minutes from Duck River is going to say, "Man, Duck River's where it's at." Yeah, yeah. And, everybody oh, yeah. has their home track. You know, like I said, I'm twelve minutes on a. If I catch a red light or catch the train, I'm about twelve to fifteen minutes from the rim, and that's where I'm gonna call home probably for the rest of the day. Yeah. Well, Veterans Motorplex, y'all heard it. Edge is coming. <laughs> To the rim. Speaking of Edge, I want to ask where you got that nickname from. There we go. Well, that uh, I had that nickname before I was even born. My father's uh, business partner. <laughs> that's when WWE was in its heyday. Yeah. yeah. Back in the early 90s. He said, man, that guy, he's going to come out like Edge. He's going to be taking names and kicking butt. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Unfortunately, you know, neither of that has happened because. Uh, Shoot, you my, won the championship, man. What my, yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'll take the taking names part, but we yeah. ain't kicking no butts just because, you know, we, at the end of the day, we ain't in a going, different way. We're not going to the racetrack <laughs> to go down there and fight, you know? So, yeah. You take I have seen ball. you get pretty mad down there, though. On TV. <laughs> that was Yeah. Fun. It saw some weird stuff going on there once. <laughs> a lot of craziness. Man, there's awesome yeah. stuff. We like won't that. talk about it. Well, like you said, that, that 10 minutes worth of time when something happens, it's. I've got a pretty decent spatial awareness of what goes on. And. I'm pretty good at missing some of these things, but in that whole grand scheme of racing and whatnot, there's, you know, unless you've got somebody telling you what happens at all times, it's, we work and live for all this stuff. So that's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. You know, if you get wrecked or something happens, you're mad. Oh yeah. And that's Cause it's that, it's that 80 hours a week. You just put into the car the week before mm-hmm. or the two weeks before just right out the window. Yeah. And especially when you don't get to run many, right. You know, it's, I ran what seven seven races this year. You know, you got to yeah. make every single one. There ain't no, there's no gimmies. You know, it's not back in the day when they run thirty five races. Yeah, you could have a couple bad weeks. So what you talking about all these weeks and talk about getting mad? He's talking about getting mad. What are what's one of your best stories you can remember? You can tell us just a, a good memory, a funny memory. Sometime you got mad, happy. Just tell us something. Well, a, a funny memory is actually <laughs> when we went to Owensboro with my buddy Matt Fuquay. My dad was driving the truck, hopped on the parkway there and there's no gas stations on the parkway <laughs> dad hopped on the parkway and was like oh we'll hit an exit eventually i guess he had never been to owensboro <laughs> so we run out of gas about halfway to owensboro <laughs> yeah gosh. there's nothing between here and that racetrack <laughs> we're uh this is a one-time race that they were trying to get the racetrack open back up so we've got matt fuquay sportsman car which was butch one of butch Pennell's cars. yeah uh man and they start 
pulling the fuel line off. They're saying, hey, we're going to pull, we're going to push <laughs> air in the breather, and we're going to get the fuel out of this car and put it in Dad's truck. Wow. I don't know any better. I'm, I think I'm 10 at the time. You know, I'm. Hey, that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, they're like, hey, I'm, I'm lucky I made it up, woke up to get in the truck to go with them. <laughs> yeah. And we're packed full of people. We grab cups and whatever else. <laughs> I end up with the McDonald's styrofoam cup. Oh, I don't no. know. I don't. I have no idea. <laughs> it's that, gonna eat right through that. That Renegade One Ten is gonna eat right through this cup. Yeah. So I got about two ounces out of this entire full thirty or forty ounce McDonald's cup, and I'm wearing the rest of it. So, <laughs> like, where did the gas go? Hey, How about me? Stir my cup. I had every bit of it on me, and that was. To this day, that's going to be the, probably one of the best stories that I've had <laughs> so far. That's a good story. That's a great one. Oh, well, that's awesome. Oh, that's shoot. a really great one. <laughs> well, thanks for sharing that. That is fun. <laughs> but you learned a lesson. You've never done that since then, no, have you? No, And so did all. your dad. He learned a lesson, too. <laughs> we'll put he gas in the truck before we leave. He may have done that. Yeah, that, that's right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh. What do you got, Jack? Is this my question? It is. is. Yeah, man. No, no, it's yours. All right. Well, Edge, what, what keeps you coming back? race after race despite any adversities that come along with it because i know it can be hard especially when you have three or four bad races in a row just what keeps you coming back i've got a a tremendous group of friends that don't want to see you finish bad they don't want to see you down and out you know like you know i case in point my buddy mark love him to death he's just had a run of bad luck you know and that's you can't quit you, you, you can't quit. I I wanted to. I've definitely wanted to a couple times. And uh, we just keep – you make you win one race. You fight so hard to win a race, and then you're like, man, this is the best thing ever. And you you chase that high the whole time. And it's it's got to be just chasing that high. You know, you're nervous as can be. You're, you're fixing to throw up before you get in the car. Yeah. You're sitting like this on the yeah, wheel. Yeah, shaking, shaking, you know, and – I think you've been privileged to have – well, not privileged, but you've had radios and stuff like that. You've got somebody to kind of talk you down or talk you up. Yeah. A lot of us guys, man, we don't run radios. You know, I, yeah. I didn't run radios until the last race of the year in Pure Stock, so you're sitting in there by yourself. Yeah. And yeah, I had to get used to that in the CRA stuff. They mm-hmm. don't allow radios, and that was mm-hmm. that was nerve-wracking, actually. And then, uh, yeah, so that whole deal is just – you can't end on a bad note, and that's kind of where, you know, unless something else happens that's out of your control – which a lot of this stuff is parts breaking, you know, transmission go out, Melvin leave the fuel pickup in the top of the tank, yeah. you know, stuff like that. I didn't do that, by the way, for the record. I just bought that way. Yeah. But I didn't look in there like an idiot. <laughs> I probably would have made the same mistake. You would have figured it would have been in the bottom. So that's something that, yeah. hey, you're going to check every brand new fuel cell you happen to you buy. Never assume, right, never assume yeah. anything. In I mind. look at it, the one we got now, every week after every race yeah. to see if it hadn't come loose. Yep. Lesson learned. It's just the, you know, the competitiveness in you. You know, like I was talking about earlier with my wife, you know, they all, they could win a championship, you know, county, state, whatever it is. They want it just as bad the next year. You can have a whole another team of 20 other girls that want to come play. You're going to want that championship no matter what. You know, now for me, big check marks knocked off. I won a championship at Nashville, man. That's, you know, I got, I got yeah. to do something. That's- I have yeah. something that a lot of people may not ever have the opportunity even to desire or grasp. Yeah. And uh, that thing's marked off for me. So at this point, I want I want to line the shelves. Exactly. I want to put trophies on a shelf, man. And that's that's yep. all that works. Well, that'll for me. take a little pressure off, I would yes. imagine. And, and yes, the the stressfulness. You know, you show up, show up at nine a.m. at the racetrack, and you're just 
it's 105 outside and you're just working on, you know, nut and bolt check or making sure that, hey, I don't need this taking me out today. And and you can't miss a race. No. You can't miss a no. single race with the way that the points work. We got out. caught up in that crap. It was fun, but we ended up running 20-something races. But, but my gosh, yeah. man. Y'all did have a good car put together, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got it from a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> it was race ready, no doubt. He wasn't lying. It was a very competitive car. It was fun. It well, was really fun. Before we end this, is there anything else you want to say or talk about or give a shout out to? You know, I anything we forgot? <laughs> anything at all, brother. Let her roll. I alluded to the to the friend group. And my yep. friend group is is I would say not really extensive. It's pretty fairly small. There's probably about fifteen of us in this friend group. And then all of them we all give each other the biggest crap, you know. We <laughs> we pick on each other and talk smack back and forth. But that's when you know you're the, good friends. But yeah. at the end of the day, you know, if I've got it, they can have it, parts wise, pieces wise. I yep. go help. I do whatever we gotta do. You know, like I said, my buddies are right after that roof got ripped off. Your first race, uh, showing up down there at Nashville, I loaded up my five foot sheet metal brake, and it was over at Justin's house on Monday. You mm -hmm. know, just. If I got it, they can have it. We can make something happen, you know, and try to get everybody's here for one common goal. And everybody's trying to, you know, run and win races. This is probably all we know because we don't know what else normal people do on the weekends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you nailed it, son. Nailed That's awesome. It. No, we appreciate you sharing that. I've got to ask one thing. So I see you're wearing your full throttle racing parts hoodie here. What about the hat you got on? This is my, this is my wife's coaching right here for Springfield High School. I graduated from Springfield. Okay. So I'm from Springfield. That's okay. where I graduated from. So, you know, no, me and your and wife you, talked about that at the track before. And you but. pointed out the, the full throttle part right there. I do have to give a huge shout out to Emmett and Waylon Jenkins down there at full throttle. Yep. Uh, unfortunately, last week the shop dog hardly passed away. Uh, so. We saw yeah, yeah we was going to talk about that's that. A, that's a big so you brought it up for right there. That dog lived a heck of a life down there. So, but them guys right there, like Waylon was in my wedding, you know. So they mm -hmm. they're held their family to me. Yeah, my language, but heck, they are family to me. So, uh, man, I—that's about all I've really got. You know, I, I can—we can find some other stories and run and whatnot. But no, I, well, we're going to save that for your part two segment. Yeah, we'll, we'll bring you back, back one day. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd love to come in. You know, middle of the year if I go out there and don't do any good, or if we heck, <laughs> if we happen to win one or something like that. Yeah. Good or bad, man, we'll, we'd love to have you back. You know, and I've got some some help lined up this year. I know I told you I'm going to try to come to some races and help. Yeah. Not only help, uh, you know, Michael Pinnell, but I'm going to try to help you guys too. Yeah. Anyway, I really appreciate it, man. Just because, man, it's if you can come down there, just somebody to jack the car up, take tires on and off is well, that's, that's a relief, especially yeah. when you're already exhausted. Yeah. You know, but man, we're going to appreciate your help this year, man. It's yeah, we look be forward cool. to, to being down there with y'all and and you know the whole group and having fun. That's what it's all about. We're just gonna this year's going to be about having fun and like you trying to win races. And so, I know it's hard to get into a group of people that don't know you that well but over the last four or five years we've really made some good friends with the group of people you hang out with and now they are reaching out to help us well I, at the <laughs> end of the day you guys can thank scotty russell for this yeah, yeah. Scotty russell brought you guys back into racing oh, yeah. and got, sure got us with you he yeah text me and asked me did i have a car for sale and i just yep Happened to put a price out, and I think you guys showed up about an hour later and picked up. Yeah, we yeah, did. We were there that day. Always well, yeah. running out of time. Yeah, because yeah, we were wanting to race that that coming season. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we were talking about building a car, and you know that takes. Yeah, that we hope to see Scotty back down there more this year. I know they're working on something over there, yeah. but 
don't know what it is, if it's a sportsman or what. October of 18, is that what that was? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah we well, was going to actually been run. five years. We was going to run a race <laughs> at the end of the season, but then we decided since Jackson hadn't been in that car, we didn't want to mess up the it points. Was championship, the yeah. championship, guys. We tested so a couple of times. We stayed out of the way. Yeah. So it I think worked that was a good, good. good decision to do, for sure. Well, Jack, we got one to go, buddy. One to go. Well, this is our one-to-go segment. We're fixing to wind down this show. Uh, had a great time having Edge on the show, Michael Neidert. It was a great interview. Thank uh, you, buddy, for coming on board with I us. appreciate it. And I, yeah. Like I said, I look forward to the second one. Well, you'll get Yeah, it. we're definitely going to have you back for sure. Uh, so next week's guest that we're going to have is a buddy of mine, Cole Baxter. Uh, he races uh, in the CRA Street Stock Series. He is a rookie. Uh, this past year he ran uh, several races. He ran at uh, IRP, Anderson, um, Nashville Fairgrounds at the end of the year. Um, and he's going to be running multiple races this coming year. So we're going to have him come on and kind of talk, you know, about himself. And uh, his racing history is pretty, pretty crazy, really, because he ran like, uh, I think it's like three or four, maybe five pure stock races. And then he jumped right into the CRA 150 at Anderson. Yeah. And got a top 10. And we talked about this, you know, we wanted to talk to drivers that had been around for a while. But then we decided, let's pick somebody out that hasn't even been racing that much yet. Yeah. But has gotten a cool story to tell because this kid's running CRA, man. And we wanted to hear what it's like for him to jump into the lion's den. Yeah, I can't imagine. So it'll be a whole different kind of story, you know? I was nervous enough running the, the Nashville race after having run Pearsock for a couple years. I can't imagine what it would have been like to run 30-car field at Anderson. 150 laps after only running a few races, but he did it, man. So oh, we're going to have him come on. Cole's a shoe. You got to bring up all the stuff where uh, they're working with, like, Scotty Perkins, carburetor guy. Yeah. And then uh, Mr. Rick, chassis man, then. Yep. Yeah. Rick Stamper, we're trying yeah. to tie into them guys up there and get them on board in the shows and stuff. And and we're wanting to reach out there to some – I think Cole and uh, Blaine Aiken, we're trying to get them to run Bubba's Bout Broke. Yeah. on the hood of their cars to get to put us out there on racing america yeah so traveling good races, advertisement because yeah. they're gonna be traveling because they're up front cars so yeah well michael we're gonna give you for coming on the show tonight compliments of jerry criswell and nikki and zach down at the veterans motorplex we're giving you two adult and up to six minor children free admission family packs to give to your family it's good for any time in 2023 or whoever you want or yeah. give them to whoever Stand you them want. out or whatever, yeah. And we want to see these on your race car. It's two Bubba's About Broke QR code stickers. Well, that's tremendous. I've already got two that I've been picking well, up. put four on Oh, you did? Oh, nice, yeah. Well, give them to somebody that ain't got them then. That's right. I'll yep. them. We got plenty if you want more. We don't care. Yeah. Made by Mosley. Yeah. He, yeah every he time he up. makes them and he hears us saying that, he goes, Dang gum. How many of them things they're going to need? <laughs> well, it's <laughs> never ending now. Yeah. We're going to need a lot. And I'm going to. I'm going to plug something in right here. This is something we don't normally do on the show, but my dad has a 2006 Chevrolet Silverado LT two-wheel drive extended cab. It's got 216,000 miles on it, but let me tell you, this truck has been taken care of. So he's got it for sale. If you want to give him a shout-out, his name is Reed McLaren at 615 615- Two one zero ninety three eighty two. That's two ten ninety three eighty two. Oh six Chevrolet Silverado LT two wheel drive extended cab. How much you want for it? Do you know? I think five thousand. Hmm. 
It's a real good runaround truck, hey, man. He, pretty, it, pretty red. He too. takes care of it. He took care of it. I don't really know of anything that's ever happened to it. He replaced the brakes on it. Really? But it's is a it good here? T- I might have to go look at that. It's round back. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. So. We shouldn't have put that on the podcast yet. I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know it. Well, it's 6,000 now. No, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. 5,000. <laughs> <laughs> Has anybody oh. got anything else? I think we're good, man. What a great show. Well, I think I Ari's got one, one more thing. thing. No, yeah. Okay, go for it. Go for it. A few it. more of y'all sponsors. I just wanted to mention their names because I know they've helped y'all out a lot. But um, they're Firemark <coughs> Property Management, Precision Precision Tire and Auto Service, and Mid-South Electric Services. Oh, yeah. Awesome. They're all the race car, and they've uh, been on the race car for multiple years now. I think, yeah, so. going on several years. Yeah. Well, I know you can just look them up on their phone number or their Facebook page, and they'll... Oh, send yeah. you in the right direction. Google any of those, and yeah, all their information pops right up. They're normally the first ones that do pop up because they are so good. So yeah, for sure. But before we end this, I think, uh, Art, don't you have a song coming out? I do. Yeah. Oh well, why don't you talk about it? It's coming out in four days. It's a song about the ex who never cared. Um, it's probably the most poppy song that I've ever released. Oh, cool. So I'm a little bit nervous about it, but it's an like awesome pop. Song. You know, like pop country. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, okay. pop. Yeah. It gets stuck in Jackson's head all the time. It's yeah, the it's a good thing. one. What he's got yeah. to hear it. He's, no, he's yeah, I've heard the, the I've heard the full <laughs> produced, mastered version. Whatever you want to call it, full thing. So it's awesome. You'll love it. Coming out on the twentieth. If y'all want to listen to it, and pre-save it. Right? Yeah, and pre-save it on your. Uh, how do they do that? On you can your... go to my Instagram. I have the link in my bio. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Laura. She's on Instagram, Facebook. She's everywhere, man. Well, Jack, I think we got this oil pan back in, so. All right, I'm going to fire it up then. Fire that mother up. All right, boys. Back around. Back around. All right. Look good. Let's go win this thing. See ya. Bye-bye.